Today's Dose of Yay is brought to you by Low Bros Kombucha, who are calling on all Aussies to reboot or rebooch their health and lifestyle post-pandemic with healthy habits. These are the yays of our lives. Busy and happy are not the same thing. We too rarely question what makes the heart sing. We work, then we rest, but rarely we play and often don't realise there's more than one way. So this is a platform to hear and explore the stories of those who found lives they adore. The good, bad and ugly, the best and worst day will bear all the facets of seizing your yay. I'm Sarah Davidson, or Spoonful of Sarah, a lawyer turned fun entrepreneur who swapped the suits and heels to co-found Matcha Maiden and Matcha Milk Bar. Seize the Yay is a series of conversations on finding a life you love and exploring the self-doubt, challenge, joy, and fulfillment along the way. Uh. <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> She's back! Welcome back, Pim! Welcome back, Yayborhood! To June! This is going to be our I first know. episode of June! Feels like the first episode of the year because we haven't done one in so long. <laughs> We're so terrible. I know. I was going to say we've got to kick off with the weekly wrap that's kind of turned into like a monthly quarterly wrap because <laughs> we're so bad. Although, okay, not only have we both been losing our voices taking turns, which we can cover, but we've been kind of like otherwise just having lots of general random life stuff going on and serving up the yays in like all weird orders and old structures. But I thought of a quote of the yay for this episode that's kind of on that whole note that I saw the other day and I thought was such a good reminder because I needed it. So maybe some of the neighborhood might need it too, which is that if you're getting worried that you're kind of not sticking to the time frame or you know, for whatever reason, you get to the nearly middle of the year and start to think, oh my God, I haven't done all the things that I really want to do, or I'm not where I thought I would be. My quote for you is, it is impossible to fall behind in your own life because your pathway is on its own timetable. Isn't that such a nice quote? I really like that, Bim. Also really relevant because I feel like we're all feeling a little bit fidgety at the minute. Isn't everyone fidgety? I agree. And I also feel like the speed at which June has approached and we're suddenly like people are talking about end of financial year stuff and it's just, I mean, God, if everyone on the show had a dollar for every time I start the episode by whinging about how quickly time is going, you'd all be millionaires. I feel like time is going so quickly, but you know, that kind of mid-year milestone, it really makes you stop and think, am I where I wanted to be? And I think like that's when we need the reminder. Like there is no timetable. There's no schedule. The fact that anyone's getting anything done after the past couple of years is a miracle. Honestly, you know when sometimes you're like, I want time to go by quickly because I'm excited for something. But when you're fidgety and you're kind of in between or in crossroads, you almost want more time to think about it. And then time happens so quickly and you're like, oh, shit. I gotta like make a decision. But you really don't have to I like got my head together. Yeah, genuinely. That's a bit me. I'm like, oh, damn, I really want to look forward to my holiday at the end of the year. But I'm also kind of like, oh, wait, I wanted a little bit more time to kind of just live in this moment right now when things are like happening or brewing or whatever it is. It's all happening, isn't it? It's all happening. I also feel like just from conversations over the past couple of weeks, it's also like we've kind of been able to get back to a bit of normality. Like life is a little bit more resembling pre-pandemic kind of life. But I think because we've had so much emotional upheaval, everyone's tired 
and they're being so hard on themselves that things look normal but their capacity maybe still is not up to normal or their energy or their like togetherness. Like I just constantly am dropping the ball on dates and meetings and replying to emails and stuff and I'm so hard on myself because I'm like I'm applying normal standards again because life looks a little bit normal but then you've got to remind yourself like we've just been through years worth of such a huge like unique experience like don't worry if you're not back to exactly how you do you know what I mean do you kind of feel that too yeah Bim also who are you going on dates with (laughs) well I had my husband back which was really nice so we can talk about that but before we get into our like weekly monthly wrap or whatever I just also have to say to the neighborhood I hope you've been enjoying our Seek miniseries so far. We're interrupting the flow of the miniseries with a couple of episodes in between. I'm so glad. I've had some lovely messages that it's given some of you the kick up the butt that you've been needing to take advantage of the great job boom, which is so exciting. We do have one more episode to come, but because of this kind of lack of normality, everyone losing their marbles, recording schedules all over the place, there's a little break. So we have one more episode to come, but we're just squeezing in a few episodes in between. Like I said, better to do something imperfectly than nothing flawlessly. That's my vibe at the moment. Anyway, (laughs) how are you, Bim? Tell me about your past couple of weeks. And also, guys, we haven't had an actual catch-up call at all. This is the first time we're doing our catch-up live. I started to say, how was your week? How was camping? And you were like, should we press record? So... Yeah, yeah, because we just, just asked the same guys questions. Feel honoured that you're part of our relationship, <laughs> or just feel like annoyed that the fact that we're using this as a means to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bim, tell me what's your rap? Yeah, Bim, I've got the biggest ever cold sore on my lip right now, and I don't ever really get cold sores, so I think that's just testament to how cold it is at the minute and how sore I'm feeling. It is cold. We're in it. What do they call it? An icy snap or a chilly snap or something? The big chill? I don't know, but I'm currently eating pea snaps, so that's all I can contribute. Last couple of weeks, Bim, we went camping. That was also, just quickly, I need to check, are you going to charge me extra for the guest appearance of your cold sore? Or? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got its own postcode, dude. <laughs> Is that you our special live- guest for this episode? <laughs> you can live rent-free. <laughs> it just wants to say something. <laughs> What's its name? Is that Patricia? It's actually Katut. It's hot Katut. like a sunrise. You look so hot today, like a sunrise. Okay, so did Katut go camping? No, Katut came after camping because Katut's a bit considerate like that. Nice. No, we went camping last week. So me and two friends from work, Riles and Loz, decided that we wanted a break. So we booked this probably, I don't know, two months ago it felt like that we didn't really take into consideration that it'd be probably arctic weathers so we went and we're like oh it's cold so we literally filled up a whole huge ass four-wheel drive of just dunas like we were such not like some would say it's between a glamp and a camp but i'd just say we went wild camping but we really we were at a caravan park and it had amenities and we had fire and the kitchen and showers and toilet okay but bimb were you roughing it or no? We were roughing it. I did about 12 bushwees, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> there was a lot of shaking of the bottom, air drying, roughing it happening. So, yes, we definitely were roughing it with the kettle that we brought. 
Oh my God. So guys, we have this in joke about roughing it because like once upon a time I said, I've totally roughed it when I had like not really roughed it at all. I just like, I don't know, camped one time with beautiful facilities and I was like, yeah, I've roughed it. Like what? <laughs> all the time. Whatever. When my um, business class. I'm so outdoorsy. Yeah. And my business class and two checked in bags. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> my 60 kilograms of luggage. Yeah. so meanwhile me and my eight kilos of carry-on only we yeah so we went camping it was I don't know I think for people that even don't camp and don't consider them an outdoorsy people oh don't don't consider themselves an outdoorsy person (laughs) oh my god it's the cold sore it's making my lips heavy So, yeah, for people that don't think that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just going to have to yell. I'm going to have to have a word with Katut tonight. I'm sorry. Can you please take this offline just quickly and have some words <laughs> with Katut? <laughs> Do you guys need a minute? Or <laughs> No, so, yes, but no, we are. Uh, yes, I highly recommend camping for anyone that just wants to get away. I think it was so nice. We brought these canvases and we bought these paints from Kmart that we, it's a game that we love playing, me and Loz. It's literally $4 for the canvas, $4 for the paint, and it's actually quite good. And you have a time frame, and say you have five to seven minutes, and every five minutes or whatever time you set, you've got to change, you've got to swap the canvas. So it's this conjoined I know, you told me about this game. And it is so much fun because you just don't know what you're going to get back. So it starts looking nice and then ends up looking like, I don't know, you know, you know the TikTok was like very nice. Picasso was in the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like. Um, I don't mean to like speak before I finish, but it's like a masterpiece. (laughs) It's like, ha, Picasso. So we did that. We went hiking all days, every day. We had no plan. I think that was one of the best things. Everything was just what we felt like doing on the day. And I think there's um, something to say about having friends that are easy. I think that was a big topic of conversation in the last couple of weeks because, like, the week before I went down to Ocean Grove to see Loz and her in-laws as well. But we are just talking about easy friendships and how valuable they are and the fact that we, you know, all decided to go camping, but even two days before that, we didn't really know what we were doing or where we were going. We kind of just were like, okay, let's go here. And everyone was like, okay, let's go there. And like, so what are you bringing? What are you bringing? It wasn't so stressful. Whereas if you go, I say, with a different group of people, then it becomes an actual another stress. And you're constantly thinking about if the other person will enjoy it or if they will enjoy it at all, if everyone's in agreement. Whereas for us, it was a really, it's our friendship is really easy. So we just chatted about, random stuff for four days straight on the car trips and the hikes and I don't even know how you can have that much to talk about but it was just random things but it'd be like <laughs> so when you go to the toilet do you use two squares or eight squares and those were like the topics <laughs> of my conversation and then one would be like I used two and we're like Whoa. it's like my like okay name your top five vegetables go <laughs> yeah, literally. The, I, I was like, okay, get it alive, five people you have dinner with. And the other two were like, are you serious? That's such an intense question. And then they go like full out, full on, like They're describing They're my favorite games. People. Yeah, and so we chatted about things like, Oh, my you God, know, you, know what, um, you know I always do top five. Yeah, top fives. When you go to the shower, do you face towards the shower or away from the shower? Like, you know. 
Like what makes a good fart? Like did you fart? No, I farted. Haha, <laughs> so smelly. Like that was literally our whole <laughs> four days of just being <laughs> out there. <laughs> like just honestly testament to the easiness of our friendships. But I think afterwards we were like, we did this thing. We were like, say a few things that you're grateful for, you know, just as a reflection of the days we had off because it's just been really mental at the hospital. We, it's really hard to kind of catch a break. And I think just the fact that it was just so easy, genuinely, I could say that I, I feel like I've said that so many times, but I feel like you could, everyone has those easy friendships where it's no effort to be around. It's, you don't, you're not overthinking. You're not thinking about what they might be thinking about, what you're thinking, what they're thinking. It's just like straight up. And if you're bothered by something, you say it. If you're not, then you don't. But yeah, it's, it was really, really lovely. So highly recommend that. And I think that was kind of the main things I've done in the last few weeks. I feel like you've been around the world and back though. <laughs> oh, Bim, I'm so glad you had a nice time. Like you guys sound like at the hospital because you all like these uh, Riles and Loza colleagues from the hospital. It sounds like you guys have just been so intense lately and you really need to find ways to decompress. And I feel like effortless friendships where you're not filtering yourself through any kind of expectation or fear or eggshells or whatever it is, that's so restorative. And then to do it in nature, it's funny, like you put off things like this over and over, but then when you get there, you're like, why don't I do this all the time? Yeah, and I think everyone would have been like, oh, it's so uncomfortable because it was so cold. But we kind of just like because we didn't stress about it, it didn't become a stressor. Like it just didn't become mm. a big deal because we didn't overthink it. We kind of just got there and we were like, okay, well, we'll wear more clothes tonight or we'll sit with the fire tonight or and then we slept and then we woke up. But like it just – because we're all three of us were just chill about it. It just became a chill thing. Whereas I think if you had, you know, a group of people where half are like, oh, it's so cold all the time, it becomes like a real – kind of brings down the vibes a bit so yeah it kind of was just like I think we all just needed it we had a really great time it was very spontaneous and a very just because I you know smashed out all my work before which meant that when I was there I was there like previously I probably would have done a little bit of work here a little bit of work there whereas we kind of were all really nicely switched off which was really great too but how was you oh, how you so been good Bim. you went to Bali yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like when once we knew that travel was back on, we're like, okay, oh my god, make the most of it! Ah, and it's been amazing. Similar to you, it's sort of like you don't really break your own circuit. I mean, we say this all the time. It's harder to break your own circuit in your normal environment, in your normal home, where your normal obligations and your normal day to day stuff is, and your work. And you know, when you work from home, you're kind of in the same environment that you work and you sleep and you live in, and yeah, it, it's been really, really great for the brain and the soul to get out of that, you know, cycle and then come back to it. And Bali was so random. It was, I think it, we booked it really early in the year before the year kind of had any, like we had no idea if we were actually going to be able to travel or not. And Leah and my, so Nick obviously is my husband and he's a really good friend and our really good friend is Ramsey, who's Leah's partner. And they actually just announced their pregnancy today, which is so exciting. But we were at, at a stage where the boys were traveling a lot and we were just at home and we were like, oh, we're going to just book a girl's trip and just not actually expecting we'd be able to do it. And it's funny if we, you know how we were saying before, like it's really hard to make time for for downtime or really hard to make time for things that aren't essential or that aren't work trips. And I usually travel for work trips, but because we'd booked it so far in advance, 
you kind of just build your life around it. You just block out the time and suddenly it got to May 10 and I was like, oh my God, we're actually going away. And it was same as you really. We were all, uh, Leah brought a good friend of hers, Alex, with her who I'd only met once before, but we were all on the same page about what the trip was for. And same thing, it was just effortless. It was just this random seven days that we had no reason to be there. There was no work backing to it. It was just like the pure purpose of getting some sun, getting some good food into us, like eating healthily, having some like green smoothies, just stuff. It's so funny how quickly you can get out of your good routines. I've stopped taking like my vitamins. I've just been in a weird kind of chaotic mindset. So to get away to do yoga every day, to read, to nap when we felt tired, to swim when we felt like swimming, like it was just beautiful to be like you, away with two other people who were just so chill, who didn't need to get anything out of the trip. None of us had an agenda. Not having like plans for each day for a prolonged amount of days is so good for your brain. Yeah. I think like the takeaway, I okay. Well, I think we went on ours after you went on yours and you had the whole reflection of, oh, like it was not a random coupling of people, but also it's like you, they're not, you know, it, like your whole circle and stuff and same with like mm. you know Roz and Loz like Loz and I Loz is one of my closest mates now but even us our trio as a trio kind of we're quite newly formed in probably in the last you know nine months but it kind of just worked really well and then it's kind of refreshing actually to have like new people into your life and kind of spend more time mm. with other people and things like that but I think as you know we can't always get to Bali but I my recommendation would uh, or my recommendation would be for everyone to book out of weekend of of nothing but something if that makes sense totally know, like, it's like a play know, ta weekend like a weekend yeah. for forgetting what time it is yeah and i think we're all like oh but it's so much effort to fly into state for two days but it actually is really refreshing you know like i spoke to a friend at work who's going to tassie next weekend just for the weekend and like the stuff that you can put in when you're actually away you do so much more than when you kind of sit at home and do nothing. I feel like when I'm traveling, totally. the days go on forever because you're just doing stuff and having a lot of fun. You wake up early and you sleep late and all that jazz and it's just mm. a bit of spice in your life, which is nice. <laughs> and the other thing that, you know, People what I was saying world. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. enough. Sorry. Enough. but yeah like I was saying before with Bali like if I tried to plan that closer to it I would have found reasons why I couldn't do it you know I would have been like no this came up and that came up but because we booked it so early when there was no you know nothing was booked in in May you just quarantine those times you know you just book it far enough in advance that then you plan everything around that and it's it's so much easier to make time for and yeah I think I also realized one of the things I really, really love, it is such a play TA for me, is getting people like Leah and Alex who I don't spend a lot of time day to day with but really enjoy their company and having a bit of a blank slate to be like, oh, my God, let's play the the top five game. Like we had so much fun for hours just lying there being like, what is your favorite fruit and why? What are your top favorite beverages and why? And like, tell me why you love me in three words or less. Yeah. <laughs> Make a 25 words or less poem about the sunset <laughs> about, right now. Like, about me. And tell me why. Yeah. <laughs> me about and the sunset. My nostril hair. <laughs> but you 
know what I mean? Like I don't think people make a lot of time to talk to other people when there's not an objective in the conversation. There's always something you're trying to get. And to just hang out with people and talk about why you guys prefer watermelon to berries is such a pointless exercise in the scheme of goals or hustling. But it, I don't know, it just did something really nice to my brain and I realized that's why I always play Would You Rather or do the top five thing because it's just such a silly like time waster, but it's you learn something new. I don't know. We laughed so much. It was just so nice. Bim, this was one of the, the most important questions that we asked in our camping trip. Would you rather have an extra toe on each foot or an extra <sighs> nipple? Ooh. I think an Oh, I mean, I was going to say, oh, Paul, that was Paul, everyone. He says an extra nipple. (laughs) That's his contribution. I would say I was going to say an extra toe because you would be wearing shoes, but then you're also going to be wearing a bra with your nipples, but you'll be wearing open-toed shoes. So that's a really hard one. Also, while we're on this, I feel like a really fun thing for the neighborhood for this Years of Our Lives segment should be that they every week should submit their top five question. Like, and we or have to discuss rather? what are our, yeah, or would you rather, oh my God, guys, please submit would you rather's every week for us. Yeah. And in the comments on this post of whenever you post it, please comment just to like, but not with no context so everyone gets really confused, just write nipples or toe. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is our oyster. What are they called? Golden egg? Other- what are those things called when you drop a thing in the thing? Like and an then- Easter egg. Yeah, Easter egg. Golden egg. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nipples right or toes. What was nipples yours? Or- um, what did I say? I think I didn't even get to mine because we were laughing at so much at the other two responses because Ra's kind of like confused. Well, he almost was implying that he confused nipple for a whole breast, and we're like, no, we're not saying a whole breast; it's just a whole, just a single nipple. Where does it <laughs> go? Though? Whole- well, I think that's up to you, really. But it's a proper police <laughs> guy's nipple. Like, also, I'm be- such a lawyer. I'm like specifically where though, next to the other <laughs> yeah. nipple, in the middle, <laughs> in your belly button. Um, like, where is it? I think I would rather a toe, extra toe. Because I think because you're like, ange foot though. Yeah, that's why I'm ange toes. But I think from like a physiological standpoint, you're you're more likely to find people actually living with extra toes than with an extra nipple. As in, you would have more of a community if you had an extra toe. Yeah, yeah. Have you met Chanandla Bong? <laughs> Miss Chanandla Bong. Um, <laughs> my nipple's coming out here. Anyway, the other thing we did also recently was we went to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. <gasps> oh, my God, I forgot. What a play to yay was that, Bim? That was a major play to yay. That was really fun. It was. Like, guys, I can't even I can't even explain. So we are both obsessed with Harry Potter. That aside, if you'd never read a Harry Potter book or never seen a Harry Potter movie, you would still be in awe of how they did the special effects. How on earth could they make spells work on stage and we had no idea how they did it? Like that bed thing. Okay, obviously I don't want to give any spoilers, but bim, the bed bit. Voldemort dies. Spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to say it the other way around. Spoiler alert, Ellen then said a spoiler. Whoops, Everyone sorry. knows that, right, though? 
That wasn't yes, from the, do. the play. Yes, they do. It's from the books. Okay, good. Everyone knows it. Like, Harry Potter has a scar. He wears glasses. They're round. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but it was insane. I cannot recommend it more yeah. highly. I think one of the, not deterrents, but you had to find originally for the stage show like a full day because it was three hours and then a big two-hour interval. So there was a lunch and then you had a break and you went and got dinner and then you came back and watched the other three hours. They've condensed it into one three-hour show now. So you can do it in a night and it was magical. Like we were play to yay heaven. You just escapism. It was so I beautiful. Escapism. Escapism. <laughs> I went to work next the next day and I was fucking so hard. I was like, you need to go and you need to go and you need to go. So like, was you I. Think? And I think people, a lot of people had actually already watched the two part, which I have come to realize is from a magical stand- standpoint, I think all of the magic that's in the condensed version was also in the long version. So I, yes. I would say your your wow factor is very, will very much be the same or similar, but I, I hear there's slightly more magic. Regardless though, it's just, I expected, I well, first of all, I was like, is this a musical? I don't even know. And then they didn't start singing and I was like, okay, it's definitely not a musical. And I realised <laughs> it's probably the first play that I've been to and oh I just gosh. was on the edge of my seat the whole time because I was like just how they utilise stage choreography and just everything was so refreshing. Like the story was really quite progressive actually. The actors were quite young like it has Harry Potter themes throughout the whole thing, but also kind of like it's it's almost like a twenty first century version. Yeah, they modernize like 20, something. Yeah, it's it's quite cool. And also, I think you literally messaged me two days before, like, "What are you doing Thursday?" And I was like, "Nothing." And you're like, "Okay, we're <laughs> you're going like, no, let me car. check my schedule." Yeah, let me <laughs> check my schedule of the things I do not do. And then we went, and I because I. I think I just said yes and I was so busy. I just said yes and I was like, I'll see you there at the time that we need to be there. And even that I feel was the best decision because you don't you're not looking into things, you're not like hyping yourself no up. No expectation. Or down. You kind of just rock up and then you're just surprised by whatever happened. Like we were there at the premiere and there was like cool as booths and fire a fire ring and the water was green and then <laughs> And you went on platform nine and three quarters. I went on to platform nine and three quarters like a loser. I made you jump so many Literally. times. There were people like full on, you know, in their like beautiful dresses, like you, beautiful. And then, but like, like really pretty and like lovely poses. And then I'm here like trying to get my my legs up as high as I can and everyone around was like, who brought this chick? And I was like, I just walked away. I was like, not me. <laughs> No, but we were like, guys, you can imagine, anyone who's listened to Gaze of Our Lives before wouldn't, you can imagine what it is like to go to a play that has constant surprises with Ange. She's literally like, (gasps) and then something funny happens and she's like, (laughs) and like the whole theatre is staring at you. Like, oh, like I'm I'm sh- shrinking into my seat like <laughs> I'm not with her so many times or you'd like get the joke like one millisecond after everyone else so the whole crowd would go ha 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 and you go or like something because I can't just control my excitement like when some, all the cool stuff happened around us I was like Whoa! Whoa. 
And then everyone would look at you. Oh, God. What a great time. Yeah, so that's another recommendation. Everyone has to go. It's really affordable also. It was like $125 where we went. So, um, do you? Let me tell you. I literally holla 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 recommend. Why that's still so funny to me? I also holla 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 recommend. Oh my god, Paul is literally like not okay with me right now. It's like shut up, mum. Vivid Nick and I were back in the same state for like three days, the same state and country for three days, and we had the cutest date weekend this past weekend in Sydney at Vivid, which just opened, and it was, again, one of those things, you know how you were talking about make time to go on a little adventure, no matter where it is, doesn't have to be Bali, it can just be somewhere that isn't your you know, suburb or area. Going to Sydney, it puts you in a frame of mind as if you were a tourist when you're like, I love playing a tourist in your own country, but like in a different city. And if I was at home and you told me, go and see this amazing light show, but it's going to be crowded and like, you know, the roads will be closed and you can't get an Uber and blah, 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 and it was cold, you know, I'd probably be like, no. But we went and the magic of like seeing something as if you're a tourist, just not only admiring like such an iconic Australian background, but seeing people's faces, like kids and families out enjoying, just on the streets, walking around, mass crowds, enjoying free artwork, like projected onto the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. It was so special. Like I actually, I said in my caption that I posted that I got teary and I was like, oh my God, you sound like such a wanker. But I actually got emotional. Like at night with lights, I was doing a U. I was getting triggered by all the night lights and the city skyline, but then also seeing children's faces running around smiling, like kids who haven't been able to run around for years and seeing people just so happy and in awe of like these incredible creations projected onto buildings and everyone just outside. Like it was so magical. It's on till June 18th. There's like so many free installations. The light shows paired often with like custom created music tracks from famous DJs. It was magical. I can't even say. I holla, 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 holla recommend it. We had the best time. I also highly recommend being in the same state as your spouse. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I was going to say, we spoke about this the other week. I have seen you, I reckon, about five times this year and it's quite sad. And I, two out of five have been at stage shows. Legit. And I remember messaging you being like, hi, what are you doing? And Sarah's like, oh, I'm quite tired. I was like, okay, cool. So um, I'm just going to come over there. <laughs> like, and you, and well, you were like, but only if you want to. And I was like, I just didn't say anything. <laughs> and then I was like, like okay, well, I'm, no I'm on my way. I'm on my way. But only if you're okay. like, we don't, I don't have to. I'm on my way. <laughs> and so and I, I have like, a house key. So you can't even pretend you're not home because I'll just come like, inside. You're being clingy this weekend. And I was like, yes, I sure am. <laughs> 
And now a quick break for a little reboot or reboot thanks to our partner in Yay. I'm a big time booch lover and Lobro's Kombucha aren't just serving up delicious, vibrant flavours. They're also all about turning negatives into positives with their Doing Good Cycle. The Doing Good Cycle starts with the best natural and organic ingredients and Lobro's unique fermentation process that transforms sugar into living goodness, creating drinks that are super tasty and a lot better for you compared to usual sugary drinks and juice. The range is refreshing and full of beneficial living cultures. I'm a sucker for their lemon lime bitters or passion fruit flavours. So next time you need to quench that thirst, do your gut a favour and grab a bottle of Low Bros today. Your gut will be yaying all day. Okay, so our main theme, 32 minutes in, we totally have forgotten what our actual thing was that we were going to start with. Our episode today is dedicated to PLEH, P-L-E-H, which is a concept that has been very helpful in our friendship and I feel like could benefit some of the neighborhood as well. Basically, one day, Anne sent me a message. We were just having our normal chats and one of us, you know, like we often go through either synchronized or not synchronized, synchronized, yeah, synchronized or not synchronized phases of just not coping. Like we go from highly functioning, doing all the things, blah, 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 but it's only possible because every now and then we have a complete and utter meltdown. And one day, Ange was going through one of hers. They're either at the same time, which is a disaster, or they're separate, also a disaster. And she sends me this message going, play. And I was like, Googling, you know, I'm old, right? So I was on Urban Dictionary, like, what is play? I was Googling, like, what does play mean? Had no idea. And it brought up all these weird things. And I was like, no, none of them work. What is play? It's help backwards. And it is how we now describe when you just can't, when you just cannot. You can't reply, you're shit at messages and emails, you're off the grid, you're a terrible friend, you just don't want to do anything. You know, yeah. we all have those like days and weeks where just it's too much. And play as our like code word, don't you think it's been the most useful? Oh, boom. Well, also, Play came from an episode in Friends, any of your Friends lovers out there. Jory, they were all stuck in, like, the side of somewhere and there was, like, snowing. I don't know if it was snowing, but there was dirt. And he tried to get, help, like, support from a helicopter and he wrote in the ground, Play. And Chandler's like, That's what is Play? Right. And he's like, it's so the helicopters can read it. <laughs> they wrote it, like, to write it backwards. <laughs> so that's where we got Play from. He was trying to write help backwards. Anyway, sorry. No, I think that's one of the best things we did in our friendship for communication standpoint of really, I guess, quantifying or qualifying like how how down and out you were. Because you know how you can say, oh, like, no, I'm really sad. Mm. But like really is so, like it's not, it's not very definite. It's kind of whatever you want to take from it. Mm. Whereas we kind of both define player as player is our like last resort almost, you know, like you're really not in a good space where it's like intervention is needed kind of level of of help needed. And we strictly between us have only ever used it for that, which is why it's been so effective. I feel like if you, if you say that between friends and then you kind of use it sometimes in stages where you're not that player and then it, you kind of get blurred lines of what player mm. really means. So for us, we can't, we kind of define it as a, we kind of hit close to rock bottom in terms of where we are energy levels it could just be from a burnout could be from just actual mental health it could be from just a range whatever it is we could be play 
or pre-play or whatever it is. Pre-play. We also do pre-play. We do pre-play because it's not um, quite there oh. yet. Like, <laughs> and we also know pre-play is like I might make some decisions that are play yeah. level but yeah. just understand that it's so I can prevent the full play coming on. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my other like analogy of play is you know how everyone has one thing that is the epitome of a promise? Like if it's I It's like do this, pinky promise. Yes. Like for me and you, pinky promise, I've never broken one. It's the mm-hmm. highest level of promising. It's legitimate. It's all that. It's like for Loz, for example, if Loz says swear in my life, it's- That's her ultimate- like, the yep. ultimate and for me it's pinky promise and you know everyone has one with their mates who that is the top like the penultimate of promises or whatever it is Play it the for ultimate us is like, penultimate is second second highest oh the ultimate second last yeah ultimate. yeah pen pen ultimate <laughs> is it pen pen ultimate ultimate or penultimate <laughs> penultimate <laughs> plus plus oh yeah plus and, plus is also when we're like something is that but dire it's like I'm yeah. happy plus plus or I'm like going to wet my pants plus plus means pull over. Well, plus plus is from our hospital, how we document hospital notes. And it could be something like, you know, patient was tired plus plus, like really tired. Really, 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 really. Holla, 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 Obviously, I can't write in my medical notes, holla, 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 recommend. So I write recommend plus plus plus. Sorry. And then so player is our version of, you know, like hit rock bottom. And player you know, you can set a player with your friends however you want, but player for us very much looks like, like Sarah was saying, we become maybe unresponsive, we may become, we may withdraw, we may say things, we may be a bit more irritable. It's those things that you would do that afterwards you'd be like, I, you feel really guilty about and you get to this vicious cycle of, oh, I can't believe I said that to them because I feel so guilty about it now. But because we have player stuff that I used to feel really guilty about doing like you know being irritable being short and sharp and snappy and somewhat even like sometimes even rude or like I don't know bitchy stuff that I would previously (laughs) feel really guilty about I still feel guilty about but I feel a little bit better about because I know that I've already told Sarah I'm like play so you Mm. know what to take and what not to take which has Mm. really massively strengthened our friendship because we just it's part of the reasons why we don't ever get into fights is because if I'm irritable, you can either sense it or you can. You are kind of like, are you play? Yeah, I'll um, literally say, are you play? Like if yeah, I'm like, oh, something's off, I'm like, Bim, are you play or are you just being a bitch today? That's right. Yeah, you literally, for real. <laughs> that, remember the other for day real. when I was like, uh, is this play? Because otherwise, like, stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, legit. And more often than not, it's play. Okay? <laughs> Every time it's been play. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Except the other day when I was like, wow, you're just a bitch. <laughs> I was gonna second, just want to, you know, put on the side, just claim I'm not a bitch. <laughs> and more often than not, it's play, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so your play, those are the symptoms of your play and my play mm. is when I'm like totally just don't reply, like just yeah. don't, not on top of dates yeah. or like what's going on and I'm yeah. like I use play when I'm like can we please reschedule. That's why we haven't yes. done our like regular episodes because at various times and different times we've both been like I'm play tonight. I just, my brain is not going to have a good chat. Yeah, and do you know what? Testament to us because 
we have never once questioned each other's play and not once have I ever been annoyed at oh, you no. being like, are you being like, I like, you know, I may fully be prepared and not go to dinner because we've got a podcast on. And if you're, you know, I think anyone else, I'd have been like, well, that's really annoying. But if I and it's like, I just have never, I've reflected on it. And I've been like, well, every time Sarah has said play, I know that we, we use play quite sparingly, despite mm. how much we use it. And if it's play, <laughs> oh no, honestly, we're a mess. <laughs> For how frequently we use it, it's we actually sharing. don't use it very often. <laughs> yeah, it's seldom used every day. <laughs> I rarely use it every day. Every day. I always sometimes use it only. <laughs> Scarcity of daily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sporadically each minute. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, what I was saying was that we are very respectful of each other's part and never questioned it. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it so much stronger. <laughs> no, but I think it has been really good because it does just distinguish, I think, in so many close friendships, particularly when you're quite like it in tune with each other and you want everyone to be happy, like when you're the kind of person who's like, yeah. No, but really, like often we will say, no, nah, I can. I can do it. I can pull through even when like maybe you can't because you you always want to do the right thing. And I think it's a good way to make sure between really close mates, you know, often you'll say, no, nah, I don't care where we go, but you actually care, but you just don't want to say that because you, you want to go with the flow and be easy. It's a good way yeah. to be like, okay, really though? Like really are you okay or are you just saying you're okay? And like yeah. and I- you need to have a safe word so that you can get to the guts of like, is this really how you feel or are you just saying that? Yeah. And I think our play are so complex. And I think it's because it's we complex. It's complex. <laughs> you and I know each other so well that I think I've not that I've tried play with other people, but when I have become when I am play and I'm around people, you know, that I really consider like my best mates or close friends as well, they don't necessarily quite get it as quickly. And it takes a little bit of time because, like, for example, I might do something that sounds completely contradictory to what I've just said, but it takes mm. more effort for me to have to explain why that is the case. For, but whereas I know with you, you just get it. If I, I'm like, no, but I I really need rest and then I go to boxing. You're like, what the freak? Like it's just yeah. I can't explain that and I can't. It just is what happens. And then for someone to question that becomes even more, like it triggers more irritability. You know, like, oh, why? Well, well you just told me your tires. Why would you do that? So it becomes like it's it's quite tricky. So for us, like I know, I know that I'll say things that are contradictory, but I know that you know that I'm like literally I'm not in a place to even make um, rational decisions and therefore I'll probably just go and do and say random things because I just can't be bothered having to explain that. Mm. And for you, yours is like a kind of full withdrawal, you know, postponing things, but also inability to make a decision. Like it will be to the point where I – know with Sarah <laughs> that if the decision has to be made, it needs to be made for you. Yeah. Even to the like, so am I seeing you this week? 
like, you know, you might have an answer, but really you don't actually have it. You can't make that decision. So I will just say something like, I'm going to come over this week. And then you can say yes or no. Like, you know, if you really don't want me to, you just say it. But think, even little things like, you know, even tonight, I was like, do you want to do the podcast? And you're like, up to you. And I was like, My well, plet is you. like, and I'm then, easy. That's my plet. I'm easy. Yeah. I can't, no brain capacity. Just you tell me what to do. Because we know that of each other though. I genuinely think that's why we have, we don't really regularly have really quite deep fights. We don't really mm-hmm. have fights at all, to be honest. We're I don't think we've ever really had a deep laugh. fight. We've just had silly things because you got drunk and Patricia came out. And also <laughs> because I didn't know, you know, the only reason why we had the other way direction fight was because we didn't have Plair. So I couldn't use Plair and you couldn't say you should be Plair. Yeah, we I didn't have play. Play. you know. I, yeah, and there's a whole new segment of this podcast called Play to Yeah. Play to Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pim, that was one of your best. Play to Yeah. Play to Yeah. Picasso. Picasso. Play to Yeah. But hopefully, but hopefully. Hopefully, the concept of play, as we've just explained it, A, makes sense to you guys, but B, maybe is useful in some of your friendships. It really does just create so much space for us to just not have to use words to explain how we are. And for various reasons, I think both of us and everyone, as we started the episode with, have been in various states of play, not really understanding why it's not just going and we're not just feeling normal, but a lot in this first six months of this first semi-normal-looking-ish year. And most of you will know vague details that, you know, Nick has been in and out of the state. We've been apart for a lot of the last few years. With His his dad's quite unwell and that's been a huge play causer because, you know, it's so up and down where we've had, yeah, so much dissonance and difficulty planning and lots of last-minute emotional upheaval and it's, it has. It's been a lot on top of everything to sort of not be play, <laughs> but it's had been so helpful to have a word that when it is just getting all a bit much to be able to just say it and then like everything is, I just know you're on the same page. Yeah. And I think the other reason why we wanted to bring that up was actually just kind of say that we're not like always okay. I think people assume that we're like really happy and whatever all the time, which we are like actually even when we're player, we can still be happy. But we both hit pretty rock bottom like often mm. and if not like not, I wouldn't say often, but we do do it and then it when it's bad, it is pretty bad. Like it is pretty um, doom and gloom for a period of time. So if anyone is feeling a little bit pleh at the moment, I hope you have someone that you can – talk to or figure out what it is or go on that little spontaneous weekend that we were chatting about that seems to refresh people a lot but whatever it is we hope that you're okay too because I think you and I have probably felt the um, full brunt of it recently well this start of this year at least I feel like I've been more player than I have been in a long time in these first six months. Yeah and I think it's like so good as a tool even for me like you kind of introduced me to the concept but for my own brain to be able to even recognize when you're feeling that way then helps you know okay this is temporary it won't last forever this is not my life this is just how I feel right now because of a certain set of circumstances and that also helps you navigate when you're in it as well because you don't sort of I don't know it's just so human to have cycles of 
it being like you went for a couple of years without hardly saying play at all. And then, you know, in a time of big change or big life decisions, it all comes thick and fast. And I think, I don't know, just having a word to navigate the whole ebbs and flows of feeling like you can tackle the world versus feeling like you can't, it's helped a lot. Yeah. Help, it's pled yeah. a lot. It's very been no, very playful. Bim, no, you've got to keep play play sad. You can't make play happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except pletty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pletty is good. Because it's I not like, like yeah. It's not like yeah. It's not like yeah, I'm so excited. Pletty. It's just like yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 We'll have a plan. <laughs> oh, we'll do so a podcast good. one week and we're actually play, and then you can actually feel No, we have yeah. postponed every time that we're player. It would just not be on brand. <laughs> like there's authenticity and then there's play. Oh yeah, there's all the, that's true. There's all the, and then there's like bitch. And then there's like play. No, I'm nonverbal and you're just a bitch. So it would just be bitch. not a fun time. <laughs> talk to me. Why are you not talk to me? Freaking talk to me. No, but you're oh. like bitch but passag bitch you're like um oh, so, pass-ag. so i don't know like who has you know someone in this room and i'm not gonna say who <laughs> is like, <laughs> like is no, not I- resting right now yeah i'll be and like it's not looking after her <laughs> mental health but i'm not gonna say who <laughs> <laughs> be like, you'd be like, oh, I don't remember saying that it was 11 o'clock. Well, and then I'll just send nothing but a screenshot of you saying 11 o'clock. Oh, my God, the screenshots. And like, you'd be like, I'm oh, sorry, so- just refer above, refer, yeah. refer above at 11.06. This is what you as said. Per anyway, whatever. Email. You are, as per <laughs> my last email, embodied. <laughs> so, guys, because of play being a little bit more heightened recently, but also just life and travel and like so many exciting things. One of the really weird but beautiful parts of this year for me personally has been not having a plan. And I think that's, you've probably heard me say quite a few times on the podcast that a silver lining of the pandemic was letting go of needing to have the whole year planned and really enjoying just kind of taking things as they go, which has continued to be amazing this year. But it also means that I haven't been planning very well. So with play on top of that has meant things like big ideas that we had. We asked for bike stories recently and we have a few really good ones. And we also asked for expressions of interest to join us for a Pino and Picasso session, painting and doing the fun things. Those are probably now going to be next financial year. July onwards, sit down, replan everything because we're just going to get through the end of this financial year, make it to the end of June and go gently. When you're play, I feel like you really need to go gently and not, you know, you're not on anyone's schedule. There's no reason why those needed to happen by June. And so I think it's been lovely to remind ourselves of that. And be like, okay, they're big projects. We've got so many good ideas, but like they'll be TBC. But still, if you do have a bike story, please let us know because the planning is in motion. Yeah, bike stories plus plus, please, guys. Plus plus. Holla, 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 recommend you send your bike stories. <laughs> yeah, because we've got cool things lined up. So, so many that cool things. Feels like someone else deserves a bike or loves bikes or. Yeah, uh, just send your stories through to neighborhood watch bike stories. Yeah, yeah, legit. We should also do ceramics, but we'll organize that end later. Ceramics. I think the best probably way to plan it is probably via the Facebook page. No, so people join yes. the Facebook page if they want to get involved. It's probably the easiest way to create events and things like that. Yeah, 
which I also need to be more on because I've been play on there as well, like the worst. I'm the actual Bim, worst. you can't use play like that now. That's not play. No, I have been play on that, as in my play has been taken out on that page. Oh, right, right. I was like, God, now you're just, we just said you now can't I'm use playing left, right, and center. My poo was play. I woke up Your play. poo has been play and you have woken my up poo? play. My poo has been a bit player, but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, keep those coming. Please send us Would You Rathers for continuing yep. episodes. Also, when, when will this come out? Like almost straight away. I don't know if we'll have time to do another one before I go away, but for the rest, most of the rest of June, I'm going on our honeymoon. Where are you so going? Exciting. Well, I feel like people should guess and then I'll like do an episode about it because I think it'll be pretty insane. But you guys okay. know Nick and I got married like nearly three years ago and it's been postponed a million times and I'm so excited we're actually going and it's been like, yeah, a really hard time of not being together. So very much looking forward to that. Okay, quick question then. Where are you going mm-hmm. wrong answer only? Just one quick. Afghanistan. Well, that escalated, goodness me. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. Wait cool, a positive note. Bro, it was me. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda we, Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> that's where your phone goes every time I text you. Goodness. Yes, that's because I'm plat bim. You can't you throw it back play. in my face. I know. I'm sorry. Every time Sarah does like a spine fishing play, I'm like, did you just throw your phone into the Bermuda Triangle? And then I just make her feel bad because I'm like, I'm plat. Leave me alone. Also, I feel um, like okay, we had so, so many other dot points for this episode, but, you know, whatever. Um, I think we probably did, but I don't think we had – we don't really have any Yeaberhood watch things because we're not that organised. But so I'm sure we will have more Yeaberhood watch things when you come back from your honeymoon in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> My honeymoon in, in Antarctica. Uh, Antar- oh, in- no, actually, we're going to Phillip Island. We're just, yeah. <laughs> um, just staying local. Is in Frankston. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like I did have one more thing I was supposed to say, but I forgot now. I don't know, but no, I realized gone. I wrote this little. So sometimes, you know how I journal and stuff? Sometimes I yeah. think too much in my brain and I can't write fast enough and it doesn't really fit a certain theme. And I just want to get it out. So I've been like just typing things randomly, right? Cute. Are you going to read it out? Is it show and tell? Well, it was show and tell because you know how at the start we were talking about like not being on a plan. Yep. What was your first quote? Can you read it your first quote again? Yeah, it was, it's impossible to fall behind in your own life. Your pathway is on its own timetable. Okay, great. So now I'm, it's just like crazy that this was the similar thoughts that I was having recently and I wrote a little thing for myself called What Are We Waiting For? Sometimes I write these and I don't read it back until I obviously just read it back one day. So, And I feel like it's on the same wavelength of like decision-making and like feeling like you're on a time frame but also not at the same time. Anyway, don't know if this is helpful for anyone. You can also cut it out if you want to, but we can end on this. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. What are we waiting for? The more I think about it, the more I realize that life is just a long-ass waiting game. We're all just waiting, waiting for the next time we can go on a holiday, waiting for the other person to break up with us, waiting for a sign to do something we've always wanted to do, waiting because next year is probably going to be a better year or waiting to get more professional experience in the job that we're probably never going to go back to anyway, waiting for someone to pop the question, waiting for an opportunity to come so that we can jump ship safely. 
We're all just waiting for the next thing. Sounds cliche, but life is way too short to spend it waiting. I won't dismiss that waiting is sometimes actually needed for some things, but waiting in the mulling kind of way, well, that's where it's all get, we all get stuck. Life's short, you can argue all you like, but each year April rolls around and we all have the same sentiments. Oh my gosh, it's already April or now June. The other week I had a woman come into the hospital whose main precipitating symptoms was a headache. 11 days later she was palliated. She was 35 years old and it sounds a bit morbid but we are guaranteed almost nothing in life. I say almost nothing because there's one thing that we can guarantee ourselves and that is to live the hell out of life whenever we can. The huge thing that we mull over when making decisions more often than not seems so small in retrospect but we spend ages mulling and waiting and prolonging our ability to live our lives because of it. No decision to change career is ever really impermanent. There's always a way back, even if it isn't as easy as it once was. No decision that makes you deeply happy and gives you purpose will ever be regretful. Sure, it may not work, but in no way is it a regrettable decision because in that moment in your life is when you wanted and needed it most. Maybe it's a catalyst for more change in your life and more joy-filled decision-making. This doesn't mean you're throwing away financial stability or any stability in that matter. This means that you're finding it in more meaningful and purposeful ways. Sometimes we're bound by the status of a job, by how our parents are able to introduce us to our friends, by the feeling that you need to stick it out. But what if we weren't? What if we're less bound and more fueled, fueled by a desire to want to be happy, to do things we love, to live the life we want? What if we truly made decisions that let us live the hell out of life? Or wouldn't that be a dream? Bam. The end. You need to write a book. Do not dab. No, no, <laughs> oh my God. Bim, that was so beautiful and profound. Oh my God, now she's like deflection section. Stop it. That was beautiful. Beautiful way to end. Thanks, Seriously, though, when's the book coming out? Can you write that? <gasps> you know how you pass around the painting? I think also instead of Pina Picasso, we should do that game. You should yeah, do the pass around really the painting game. thing with you the neighborhood. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I want to sit in a square, but whatever. And also. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be different. Think outside the circle. Yes, yes. Um, but also, I feel like you could finish, like you could write the Seize the A sequel. <gasps> like you could finish my book that I started by finishing, like by Oh, my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> you write the sequel. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, I reckon I'll write something one day, not necessarily like my profound thoughts of me in the stars at night feeling vulnerable, but more so probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's diary. Yeah. <laughs> one day I'll write about Benoit, but that'll come sometime. Please sure. do. Oh my god! That yeah, I think amazing. I'll start. I was about to start it the other day, so I probably will start it and get it the ball rolling, and get it out <gasps> in the um, public sphere. Yes, Bim. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Bimby. That was a great catch up. No, um, thank hopefully you. Hopefully, we can me. do one more before I go away. Yeah, but, I hundred percent. We will try to do another one before, if not, have the best time in. I keep only Mandela. being able to think of war-torn places. Like, I need to stop yeah, thinking of that. I'm like, all controversial places. Liberia. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just Vivian. random things like Alexandra. Have Vivian, fun in Melton. Have a great time. <laughs> Melton. <laughs> East Bentley.
Dude, every time you say, every time anyone says Liberia, all I hear is labia, and it's not good. What? Oh, bim. Why? I know. It's, it's just the sounds of the words, you know. Ew. Anyway, do you know Amy, Amy Barber worked in Liberia? Yeah, she's a freaking champ. I freaking she's love her. amazing. I love Amy. I think I love Amy so much, guys. If you haven't listened she's- to Amy Barber's episode, go back to two years ago incredible human being incredible yeah i rate her as a real life human being and podcast human being okay <laughs> okay great okay it's uh, you late. only rate me as a podcast working. human being <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true <laughs> okay Vim. thank you so much love you bye love you bye